Welcome to Long Shots. This is the story of two brothers from the Midwest with nothing to lose, who created a tech empire and all the valuable lessons we learned along the way. Episode 11, the series finale. First, they ignore you. New Year's Eve 2019, we were rolling. After we struck gold with Bill Murray, things finally started breaking our way. Also, our last maybe investor had magically turned into a yes. After 49 no's, we got one single yes. And that's all you need. Atmosphere had $10 million of fresh powder and we were skiing downhill. Thanks to the fresh round of financing, we were able to hire an entire distro team in order to accelerate our growth. It had taken Chive TV four years to get penetration into 2,000 venues. But this December alone, we had brought over 2,300 new Atmosphere venues online. We had doubled our four-year footprint in 30 days. Champagne bottles were popping all over the office. 2020 was just hours away, and it was going to be the best year of our lives. We're going to begin here with the outbreak of a mystery virus in China that now has the World Health Organization on edge. At least four people have died and hundreds more are sick, though there are concerns five times as many people could be infected. 6.30 a.m. January 1st. The World Health Organization was informed of several cases of an unknown etymology with symptoms including shortness of breath and fever occurring in Wuhan, China. Two days later, on January 3rd, China informed the WHO they had identified 40 cases with this unknown etymology. And then on January 7th, health officials identified the novel coronavirus as the culprit. The city of Wuhan quietly locked down to control the outbreak as the rest of the world prepared to get back to work after the holidays. Three months later, March 11th, 2020. The Dallas Mavericks are playing the Denver Nuggets. The game between the two rivals is a real nail-biter, with the Mavericks leading by only one point in the fourth quarter. The camera pans to the owner of the Mavericks, the charismatic billionaire and TV personality Mark Cuban. Live on TV, they watch Mark casually check his phone. In an instant, he flings himself back in his courtside seat, his mouth is wide open in disbelief, and he's seen mouthing the words, This is crazy. On Cuban's phone was a text message with three words, NBA season suspended. The next day, the United States went into lockdown. Every bar and restaurant in all 50 states turned off their televisions and locked their doors. America plunged into darkness. 85% of the venues that carried atmosphere at the time were bars or restaurants. They were our primary points of distribution and as such, the majority of our income. And the government had just mandated they all be closed. You remember when they froze Han Solo and Carbonite? 
have encased him in carbonite. He should be quite well protected. If he survived the freezing process, that is. Well, Calrissian, did he survive? Yes, he's alive. And in perfect hibernation. If you could freeze a business in carbonite, that would be us. I mean, we weren't exactly dead, but we'd just been flash frozen and put into forced hibernation. No big deal. Before COVID invaded, Atmosphere was finally starting to generate revenue. Our West Coast head of sales, Jack Mullins, who gave me $5 to include him in this podcast, and his whole team were finally finding their sea legs. Prior to the pandemic, we predicted that April of 2020 would be the first month that we hit a million dollars in revenue. Instead, revenue went to zero. Again. I had stared down zero so many times in my life, and zero always stares back at you with these dead fish eyes. Only this time, I was scared. After all the adversity we'd overcome, it would be a global pandemic that was going to take us down. So I did what most people did. I put on my pajamas and I loaded up on red wine. After two months of red wine exile, I finally crawled out of my hole and started reconnecting with friends. I called my buddy Jeff to check in on him. Jeff's a DC lobbyist. He's funny, but glib. He's also one of the smartest guys I know. I asked Jeff how he was doing, and Jeff sounded surprisingly upbeat. I'm good. Said he was doing really well. Why? How are you doing well? I'm, I'm calling you for a wellness check. In government, we have a saying, Jeff explained. Never waste a perfectly good crisis. I thought that sounded a bit cynical, but I couldn't seem to get his advice out of my head. How could we turn our biggest challenge into an opportunity? It's not like I could petition my local lawmakers into opening up bars so we could have super spreader events. So I convinced myself that Jeff was just wrong and turned on the local news because I'm unapologetically addicted to the local news. AAA says it's seen an uptick in demand for car maintenance as more and more people are returning to the office. WJC is live. Setsa Miller tells us what that means for you and why you might want to get your car checked out if it's been off the road for a while. Setsa. Hey Vic, yeah, car repair shops have had a lot of people coming in lately. Now that more people are returning back to work, and mechanics tell me if you haven't driven much over the last year, it's probably a good idea to get your car taken a look at now. Okay, I did the math. So because of COVID, Americans hadn't been driving their cars. Ahead of the restrictions easing, and because they had tons of time on their hands, a record number of Americans were getting their cars serviced. In our business, oil change stations are considered what we call single TV venues. They all have one TV in the waiting room, mostly playing, you guessed it, Judge Judy with subtitles. But you need to know there is a very small but important distinction between what a consumer pays for cable and what a commercial venue pays. For example, if you have a consumer package, your provider charges you between $130 and $200 a month for cable TV. But if you're a commercial venue, you pay anywhere between $700 and $2,000 every single month. Atmosphere had multiple audio optional channels that were perfect for auto repair shops. 
Red Bull TV and Throttle TV, two of our channels that would be a perfect fit for auto enthusiasts and gearheads. All of it was free. Also, during the COVID downtime, a lot of business owners were finally making time to audit their own finances, looking for any excuse to cut costs and save money. This was the opportunity in crisis. How had we not thought about this before? We diversified atmosphere out of bars and restaurants and into every quick lube and auto repair shop in the nation. We pivoted the business and started calling all these single TV operators and we politely asked them to take a minute to look at their cable bill. Then we explained we had a superior content solution that was completely free and we would happily overnight them the streaming device. After they checked their cable bill, they got right back on the phone. 90% of the retailers said, send the device. With just a minor shift in our thinking, atmosphere was starting to gain momentum. The carbonite in which we were encased was beginning to thaw. It turns out that bars and restaurants were also starting to look at their bottom lines during their pajama red wine downtime. That's just what I call it. Then a minor miracle happened. States began to ease COVID restrictions and bars and restaurants were able to reopen with limited occupancy. But sports offerings were still limited. Every major sports league in the country is calling a timeout. Major League Baseball announcing a stop to spring training. Augusta National, home of the Masters, postponing the prestigious golf tournament. And bar owners needed to offer their patrons something to fill that sports vacancy. Atmosphere's phone lines started lighting up with restaurant managers and bar owners. And most of the restaurant managers mentioned having seen the new streaming device when they were getting their oil changed. After overcoming every obstacle, both seen and unseen, our little startup had broken free of our forced hibernation and we were in the clear. In May of 2021, when COVID restrictions eased, Atmosphere was in about 9,000 venues and our growth accelerated at light speed. One year later, we doubled our footprint to 18,000 venues reaching 30 million people. And in November of 2023, Atmosphere had tripled that number, growing to 67,000 venues reaching 131 million adult Americans, surpassing every major streaming service and viewership, including Netflix. Earlier this year, Atmosphere announced that we had completed one of the largest investment rounds in tech, which valued the company at $1 billion. After eight years of fighting against all odds, Atmosphere was a unicorn. A great man once said, first they ignore you, then they laugh at you, then they fight you, and then you win. It occurred to me, though, that in those eight years, no one had really bothered to fight us, to copy us and release a competitive product. They ignored us, and they sure did laugh a lot. But to this day, there's not another audio-optional streaming service for businesses in existence. 
What mystifies me is that the tech world is always looking for the next big thing. And while everybody was fighting each other for real estate on your mobile device or your home TV, we were busy creating streaming channels for every TV that isn't in a living room. And everybody ignored it. They waved their hands and said, eh, it's just the chive guys. Sometimes it pays to be the underdog. And now we have so much exit velocity that even if someone did compete, we'd be very difficult to catch. If it were a game of Monopoly, we just passed the fight part, collected $200, and went directly to win. To this day, I've never been able to square it. I guess most tech people aren't really as smart as we give them credit for. Which makes sense because we're not that smart either. We just persevered. Everyone asks us what it's like to build a billion dollar business. I'll admit the sense of accomplishment is profound. Achieving success is great, but achieving success when nobody thought that you could is awesome. But it's also humbling. I'm a theater major from Fort Wayne, Indiana. I have no business degree, but I had a director at Hanover College named Dr. Tom Evans. He taught me to take risks. He taught me storytelling, and he taught me performative art. Without that, I would have never landed True Blood, which funded the Chive, and without which, this podcast wouldn't exist. But he also taught me Shakespeare. And Doc said that all I ever needed to know about life and business is encapsulated in Sonnet 29. It's a sonnet about a man who feels like an outcast, an underdog, and laments his life. He also regrets his financial situation. But he realizes later that there's someone in his life who makes him feel wealthy and happy. You can jump a thousand fences. You can persevere against all the odds and rise to wealth and notoriety. And I do hope this podcast has inspired you. But remember, it's just business. At the end of the day, if you love somebody and they love you back, you're already far wealthier than the richest person you know. Thank you all so much for listening to Long Shots. Stephen and I had as much fun making it as you did listening to it. And I've read every email that's come in to longshots at thechive.com and I'm flattered that many of you do want a season two and I think it's going to happen. But for now, we're going to take the holidays off so Stephen can hang out with his wife. And we will return in 2024 with Season 2 of Long Shots. <laughs>